Welcome to this special episode from NeoZaz.com, taking place on-site at Universal Studios Orlando in the Universal Studios Radio Broadcast Center. I am Matt, and in this special, we are talking about something we frankly talk about at NeoZaz every time we bring up Universal Studios, and that is the Hulk roller coaster at Islands of Adventure. All right. And when talking about the Hulk, who better to talk to about it than my special guest today, the senior attraction designer for Universal Studios Creative, Greg Hall. Greg? Thank you for joining me today. I'm glad to be here. So, all right, I'm just going to have to dive right into it because I've got so many questions because this ride is one of my favorites, one of our favorites on the network. (laughs) Um, Let me just start off with, we we just were talking about this as we were warming up. Why don't you set the stage of what you did for the Hulk and we'll just kind of roll from there. Okay, well, um, well, I'm the designer of the attraction, so uh, I was in charge of designing the vehicle. Uh, I did designs for the interior, the new marquee. Um, worked with Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy to work on the actual um, music score that they that he composed for the attraction, and uh, worked with the media vendors. We had a small team, so it was about um, you know about three of us from the main design team, oh, wow. um, including it was me, a production designer named Eric Gordon. He was awesome, and uh, Neil Engel. He's awesome. He's a producer. <laughs> um, definitely want to give those guys some great credit and. Uh, and we had another team that we worked with because, you know, with creative, we have different um, segments. So we have the trash and designers, the, the, the creative team, we have the engineers, and we have, you know, architectural groups. So we worked with um, those groups as well to actually bring everything together. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was like one of the most fun projects that's, I worked on. That's really <laughs> <Here>. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I kind of want to go from the inside out, but let me take the whole idea uh, right off the bat because... The Hulk is so iconic to Islands of Adventure. It's well loved. I mean, right. everybody I think I know that is a roller coaster junkie has something positive to say about the Hulk. How do you approach refurbishing this with knowing how much this ride is loved by so many people? Man, that <laughs> ask my question that every day, <laughs> and um, you know, we we really wanted to take that serious. Uh, you know. I love the Hulk before I even started working here. I, I grew up in Florida, so um, this was actually like my favorite roller coaster. Oh, wow. So when That's it awesome. came up to me that the work on it, you know, there was no hesitations. No, you know, I already had thought in my head, just staring at it before, like, and, you know, if I ever had the chance to update this, you know, what, what would I do? And um, the thing about it is, you you don't want to really mess with success. You know, mess with something that works and. Um, the coaster was so iconic that um you know so many people have memories you know family memories with it and you didn't want to take that away from them like you know in the worst thing you want to have happen is uh be obliterated on the internet <laughs> yeah. by people saying you messed yeah, it up absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh we, we wanted to keep as much as possible that made it great you know you know there's the launch and you know the turns and you know the it's the overall build up to it has an attitude you know that's something that the hulk has that a lot of coasters don't have you know it's you know it feels more than a coaster it has you know the story and it, it you know it's just experience that you leave with so we you know we really analyzed all that and you know broke it down and you know try to enhance it more right. instead of just you know replace it just bring it to the yes, next level right. yep 
I'm going to go a little out of order now in my notes because you said something really fascinating there. You were okay. looking at it as a fan before you worked on it and started having some ideas. What, did any of those ideas make it into what we're seeing today? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about that. That is, I, that is fascinating. Yeah. Um, like One thing that we really like about this coaster is... Um, uh, this it was always it had an attitude you know it was a loud roar um and you know when it when it flew by you on the track you always you know just feel adrenaline and we just we look we we're looking at it and um i always thought it would be really cool if it had you know just mean headlights you know eyes <laughs> and you know just you know just that aggressive look i i'm and, laughing because i i really put in my notes when we get to the train the first time i saw that train it looked very angry <laughs> <laughs> so that already answers my question yeah, so i really want to compliment what the coaster already was you know just you know had not it you know the this is you know the experience that it brought and um, you know what? Maybe also want to fight for is uh, it was, it was just, this is pretty uh, interesting story. Uh, um, there's a Make a Wish Foundation, yes. and uh, you know we met uh, a eight year old, and his dream was to to design roller coasters. And um, it was when we first started the project, we were walking around with him, and I mean this this kid loves roller coasters. Yeah. He's telling us about programs to use no limit coaster at home his parents made a roller coaster oh, in the wow. backyard like <laughs> one of those it was amazing he knew his stuff it was impressive <laughs> it's like when well, internship man <laughs> then, um one thing we asked him was like what would you do and he's like he needs green eyes and i looked i looked and you know um, it was funny because the engineer that was with me um like she knew how much you know I really thought it would be cool to have the head like right. there and the little kid said it I was like yes <laughs> I love this kid <laughs> <laughs> so um, we really uh, did research on it and it turns out is the, the make that happen was it's actually uh, a, a, a lot different than you know actually making headlights on a car or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that right. because of the g-force and the rattles oh the i never even thought of like it that. i was just thinking the shape alone i'd never even considered all the physics that go into that yeah the physics you have to put on shaker tables and you have to make sure oh, wow. that those things are going to work through all those cycles and you know twist turns and flips so it was something that um was a real um engineering study we yeah. had to do the to make sure it worked but you know it's it looks great and it does, we're, yeah. we're really proud of it so all right now and we're already way off my notes which is <laughs> awesome but let me go back to the entrance because you did start talking about the marquee and you attitude right. is, a, is a word you use several times here and that's throughout my notes as well the biggest change obviously the first thing you come across is the new entrance for it and right. right there is a whole new feeling to the ride at least to me the first time i saw it because the hulk is tearing the train off the track <laughs> He's saving the train. Oh, he's saving he's the saving train. It. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that works too. Either way, it senses it invokes a sense of danger that you're right. kind of walking into a dangerous situation, in my opinion, at least. Right. But the um, yeah, the the marquee, the the statue of the Hulk, is phenomenal. Um, Appreciate that. Uh, what kind of was there anything you were other than just having the presence of the Hulk? Was there something else you were trying to tell to set up the story while we walk in? Um, really, uh, the whole thought process of creating that marquee was a series of things, including a story. Uh, you know, we, we set a presence with uh, a presence with um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and you know, also um, 
um, Diagon Alley with the dragon, and we really wanted to bring that next level of um, uh, three-dimensional figures to yeah, okay. um, the Hulk since we were enhancing it. So, like I said before, we, we wanted to make it better, enhance it, and bring it to, you know, you know, bring it to a new high-tech uh, audience. So, we, uh, we really wanted, we knew for sure we wanted to do a, a three-dimensional figure, and then at the same time, um, since we were, you know, tearing down a lot of track, we wanted to save um, some of the track and re repurpose it. So we're like, okay, we have, uh, you know, we have these track pieces and, you know, let's try to really, mm -hmm. you know, show um, respect to, you know, the the original coaster that was so successful. So playing around with that and then um, thinking about the story and how we go through um, the Hulkification process and Hulk out, um, we, you know, it just start coming together. I, you know, I had the, um, the computer CAD data with the yeah. other track and I was sitting down with Terry Coos, our senior vice president. And, um, I took actual, the actual, um, barrel roll that's above it. If like right. you take a picture of the marquee, there's a barrel roll yes, above yes. it. Uh, I actually took that piece and rotated it and, you know, and then it just, you know, we just started seeing it from right. the life. Oh, cool. So, um, and you know, that's how that start. That was actually um, created. And then we looked at it, and it looked like it was going to work. <laughs> but we need to make sure it was going to <laughs> yeah, work. Right. <laughs> and uh, we started, you know, sending to the other teams, and uh, you know, and you know, that's what happened. That's cool. That yeah. is a really cool. Yeah, I, was, I, I did have some questions about the design process, which you hit right off the bat. Um, going into the after the entrance, you're into the queue, and you get to the story. So quick kind of curiosity of a story on my part cool. the original hulk you were kind of experiencing or i don't know what you would call it you were on bruce banner's part of his experiment or at least experience yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a experiment gone wrong he gone, exactly yes it was from bruce banner's perspective storyline is what i'm trying to say right you turned that 180 and used a major villain from the hulk storyline yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah so that is ross yeah, so yeah, on this new storyline, he's we're basically uh, volunteers, and we're going to you know check out his experiment to be super soldiers. And it turns out he has other intentions, and you know those intentions are you know putting us through a hulk hulkification yeah. process. And you know it's it's different because instead of it being an experiment going wrong, it's it's on purpose. Yeah, and right. um, you know it's a different take um on the ride, and it's cool because when we go through the the queue we see a lot of you know the gamma core mm -hmm. machine and we see actual visuals of uh people who've been through the actual experiment before us and then you know we strap into our vehicles and go through the gamma bombardment <laughs> chamber <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we hulk out i think i imagined it for a second i thought i saw you use air quotes when you said volunteers that just might have been my <laughs> the story the uh the gamma core i yes. mean that was my next question that's yeah I gamma mean, core. how can you not talk about that that's the huge Globe feeding. I don't. I lost count. <laughs> Twelve, fourteen plasma tubes on there. Yeah, it's about eighteen. Eighteen altogether. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, the thing that really stands out to me is that the use of electricity. It gives it a very live right. feel. It's very organic. Is a weird word because it's electronic, but a very living feel to that that right. structure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it, it's something about that plasma being real and, you know, not media that, you know, really is something that's that's awesome and it's big. It's yes, huge. Yes, it's huge, yeah. yeah. Um, we're, um, 
we actually consulted with the guy who has a patent on plasma. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, so nice. PhDs in plasma <laughs> technology. <laughs> we flew to Boston and we flew all over the United States uh, researching plasma because it was a new, it was a new gag. I'm not gag, but it was a new effect. Right, and, right, um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's what we wanted to do for the guests and show them something they haven't seen before. There's a lot of things that are, you know, are everywhere on the internet, everywhere in different parks and, you know, just... This this huge plasma display was just so different, and, and, and it worked. It, it worked works, with yep. what we wanted to do. So um, we wanted to make sure we pulled it off right. And when we were talking to the guy, he was like, "Man, this you know this is this is going to be the biggest plasma <laughs> display in the world." He, you know, he gets all excited <laughs> yeah. about plasma. Right. So we're like, yes, he's excited about the idea. <laughs> and he's like the guy with the patent on plasma and you know PhDs on it. So That's really funny. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> It was awesome that you know he 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 was excited about it because you know he's he looks at it every day and right, people come right. up with ideas all the time um, for him and uh, you know he's been doing this for years and then we come to him and this is something new and uh, you know it's a great um, relationship partnership with him. Did he get to come down and see it once it was all put together? Oh yeah, he okay, was with good. us installing it. Oh wow, um, had, oh, I bet. And we right, put a hard hat sense. on him. Um, <laughs> he, he was the expert, so right. he plasma yeah. questions. You know, he was there, and uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty fun, especially with all the energy excitement working on this project. Yeah, I bet. Oh, that's that's really cool. I never even thought. I, I, I will say, I think the thing I'm going to take away from here learning is that you can get a PhD in plasma. Yeah, that's what I didn't know either. <laughs> right. Oh, man. It was, <laughs> it was like... <laughs> It was like a, a mad scientist laboratory when we went over there. <laughs> right. You know, it was just like, <laughs> like, so this is what it was like if you have PhD in plasma <laughs> <Right>. technology. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> now I, get, I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm done here. I'm an internet search. I have to see what this looks like. This just sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome because um, we went out. There were video cameras. and Okay, um, right. We, uh, yeah. You know, showed the team who couldn't go out there, and when everybody saw the videos, we're like, "Nah, this is we need to do this now." <laughs> Before it was like, "I don't know," like I don't. But when we um, after we saw this, we're like, "Okay, we knew it was the right thing to do." Well, with so many. Uh options i guess in plasma how many different designs did you guys kind of go through before you got the one you have now um hmm. um well when i did the first concept art for it um i kind of guessed that it was possible okay <laughs> I, seriously. I was like I, f I have a feeling that this uh, this is possible and um so when we went out there to research the plasma we saw different types and we found the one that was closest to it okay um so it was more of an evolutionary type thing um uh, because at the same time, this this whole project was done really fast. Like we, you know, we tore down the original one, built this one within ten months. Yeah. So you know, yeah. we had you know a small time before that to get you know the approvals. You know, talk to different people about you know how we're going to do this and you know come up with a plan. But um, you know, it was it was strong enough. Everybody was on the same page. And then uh, after we're talking to those guys, um, it was very clear on how they evolve it to where it became today. Oh wow, cool. So how close is it to the the original idea you had? Um it it's pretty close. That's it's cool. actually yeah, it's it's uh like uh it's pretty cool. There's there's about two revisions of the concept art for the the gamma core. Mm -hmm. 
and um, if you look at the final one and take a picture of what's, uh, I think it's on the internet, that's actually like the, 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 that's the art that we right. we put out was the concept art. So if you look oh wow at that, yeah I know I know I know it well. That's it. I didn't realize it. Was that wasn't key art. That was just concept oh, art. Wow. This was a really fast process. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, all those images that were released um, were that was the concept art that was actually made. You know, over it's like about a year before the final thing was actually built. So if you take if you look at those files and I mean those pictures and look at pictures yeah. of the real thing, they're they're almost identical. They are. Yeah, I I would have not guessed that that wasn't the the uh, concept art, honestly. Yeah, the final concept. Yeah, art. It's, yeah. I get really nerdy on this stuff, man. <laughs> like uh, like a lot of because the concept bar was made from three D files yeah. and things like that. So um, we actually used a lot of the, of those files. That was used to generate the concept sure, art to build right. the real things. Oh you know, wow! We have okay. different technology now, like three D printing. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. So it's uh, it's it's pretty cool looking at that side by that side. That is, yeah, yeah. I actually saw yeah. the uh, not only the side by sides of from concept to uh, final product, but I've seen I've been been preparing for this, looking at a lot of the mm-hmm. uh, side by sides of the old Hulk and the new Hulk. Oh yeah, which definitely. is really cool to see as well too. So there's yeah that the whole transformation process. Oh yeah. Really cool oh, and, and going back to uh, what you were saying about how to actually plus the the original right. um, that that was a, a major thing. Um, like you know, I had the the old ones. Net, like when I was designing the the new concept, even the new vehicle. What we did with the new vehicle, um, the design of the new vehicle, we actually three D scanned the old one. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> like we, we had large three D scanners, we three D scanned that. So I had I literally had in my computer the old one, and I had oh, wow. that in okay. the file. Right. And um, I was modeling the new one next to it. So I wanted to make sure that the proportions were the same, like the overall width yes, and okay, height. Right. And so it just felt, you know, the old one, it was like, it felt bulky. It felt like, you know, strong. Yeah. And uh, um, the new the new direction, like the new look was more aerodynamic, but I didn't want to make it too, like, kind of weak, you know, in a way yes, that you yeah. yeah. still want to have that, that Hulk feel to it. So... Um, like while I was mauling that is I literally had the old one next to it the whole time and uh and it was it was pretty interesting because when you could click both of them it's getting about say some nerdy stuff again the no, surface I'm, area I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> the surface area was almost identical and um and and, and, I, and I, I really think that those small things are things that like the average person is not going to look at it and know know exactly why it feels like it's it feels right or it feels like the old one had the same type of uh, uh spirit to it but uh i think that small stuff people you know yep. subliminally uh pick up and they could tell if they like it or not i or, think you know. i think when it comes to this kind of stuff is is when you have those small details worked out and you put a lot of energy into them they might not be noticed outright but when you don't do them people notice it's not there yeah that's what I've kind of found with that kind of yeah, work. like they they know it's missing exactly like, right. They might uh, not notice how much was put in to, added. Yes, yeah, but when it's gone, that seems to stand out exactly. More. Yeah, yep. exactly. Words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. now, you're you're worried about getting nerdy. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to rest your mind at ease because you said one thing there in our last exchange that is is stuck in my head. You 3D scanned the train. Yes. How did you 3D scan that huge train? Dude, <laughs> this, I didn't know there's 
3D scanning machines that I know, right? That's why, <laughs> that's why it's stuck in my head. I'm, like, I'm trying to picture this. It's almost like an yeah, like we literally took a train out of the maintenance bay and um like you know we came with large 3D scanners. Um, took a took a couple it took hours to do. Oh, I imagine. And, um, yeah. But you were able to do it, it was, all and worth it. Like if, if, if I, yeah, if I, oh, if, if we could do it again, I, I would say we start off that way again. It was just really valuable to uh, to design process on you know the time it the time we had to, to, to really do this you know and um, yeah it was totally worth. That's it. That's really cool. That is. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah at first you said it and it registered then all of a sudden it bounced back into my head and said he just said he scanned that whole tree yeah yeah, uh, yeah that was a um, guy named Eric Hunt's idea oh, okay. like, we got cool. three scanning <laughs> yeah. I was like alright <laughs> first you're like a whole a whole vehicle <laughs> right, yeah. and it's like let's do it <laughs> and um, yeah it was totally worth it Oh, all right. So we're we're talking a lot about the trains. So let's get into that area. I I can't glance over this because I think it might be apart from the train. Right. One of my favorite design changes, and that's a loading area. Oh yeah. As soon as I saw the train roll in, I just got this feeling that everything meshed together, like it could all close together and everything fit. <laughs> awesome. I mean, that is again. What I think one of those small attention to details that not everyone's going to get, but the people that do get it just are like I was really impressed of how great that area looks now i'm glad you like it yeah that was that's actually one of my favorite is it really um, okay nice the favorite scenes to work on and uh yeah just really like i know when you i remember my first time riding the hulk and it's like when you're 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 always your heart was always beating yes yeah get to it and you know it's just the anticipation of getting on it and um for the the new one I wanted to increase that <laughs> that intimidation a little slightly you yeah, know just yeah. to make it you know just really exciting and um uh you know that and that was a great thing about being able to design the train as well I literally you know, could put it into the the scene that I was modeling for the low station so um you know just really wanting to have those angles this yeah, you see cables hanging yeah. in there you know just to, to make it l- feel real because when it feels real it's really believable it immerses you into the actual um story and um you know that was the thing we really wanted it to be like really immersive and high tech yeah immersive and real that's the two things because when you get in that area and you get load on the train you know this is the start of something that's about to right about to happen yeah very very cool element i really like that the first time i saw it i was like this is really cool (laughs) yeah we wanted to make it as believable as possible i was looking at a lot of um like cern particle accelerator oh right yeah oh yeah okay i can see yeah it's so awesome and um yeah and you know there's just a lot of high tech nerd stuff right you know that's just really i love it too yeah (laughs) well let's get to the train before we because i i really want to talk about this and i don't want to run out of time on the train okay i told you right off the bat first time i saw it it was coming at me looked like it was angry just (laughs) go ahead and and tell me about the process of getting to this train design uh okay the the process oh uh, I told you yep. the three scanning True. oh yeah yeah that, okay yeah <laughs> which we I could still talk about if you want to I have no problem <laughs> oh yeah we we just wanted something that was sleek and um high tech and yes, modern yep. and you know just sticking but keeping the same um incredible Hulk personality that was there before um so 
what's what's awesome about those headlights is that you know at night it brings another yeah, element it does to yep. the, the coaster so it's, it's it's really a different ride when you ride in the afternoon and night than you do during the daytime it's the it's, both are great yep but um when you ride at night it's pretty awesome because uh it's it's like you can't see the track until you see what's lit up in front of you yeah right so right. it's uh you know when you're in those areas in you know the midwest and you're in the, it's a lot of trees and you're driving your car <laughs> there's no there's no lights on yes, the side of the road yep. and you just can only see what's in front exactly, of your headlights yes, that's a great analogy yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that except you're you know spinning around and flipping right. <laughs> yeah if you're doing that in the car something's not strapped right to yeah. A, yeah strapped to a roaring yeah. vehicle uh and it's awesome I it love is. it. <laughs> I love the when you said the headlights at night. The first thing that popped in my head is like there are some awesome. I don't know if they're time lapse or long exposure pictures. Whatever the oh, pictures people are taking oh, of, the, of, the, of the train going through the whole track. Have you seen those? Awesome. Have you yes, seen those? They've been oh, amazing. Man, I love those. Man, they just a lot of photographers. They're just coming out here just to take pictures. I bet. Of the yeah. Like that. Um, and it, it looks great, man. So yeah. you know, very happy about that. And um, also, you know, the lighting package as well. It's, it's also all coming together, including the the Fallout Boy score. That's so yeah, exactly what I want to okay. talk about next cool. is the that is one of the biggest experience enhancements. I think is the Definitely. new soundtrack on there. Definitely. I mean, so tell me about getting Patrick Stump involved in on this. Well, he was uh, he was early here in town for uh, Mardi Gras. Oh wow! Oh yeah. yes, and um, of course, yes. Uh, the crowd was crazy, and you know it was just great timing. So we're like, because um, we were thinking of who who would best fit for it, and um, someone brought him up. It's like, do you think we can get him? Do you think? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Let's let's ride him. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's try. And uh, and then when we talked to him and his team, it was like un- unbelievably like excited about it he just really wanted to that he loved the idea of coasters and you know working with us so it was really awesome I, honestly it's like you know just working with him what tools did you give him because i mean anyone that's written this right. ride know the soundtrack matches absolutely perfectly so you couldn't have had him write it a hundred times to do that so what tools did you give him to actually get that so dead on um well we, we created a a simulation for okay. him and um uh uh, uh another attraction designer um his name's keith mcveen and i we uh we uh, we, we created a simulation we gave him like timing on it and uh we also you know it shows the velocity so it shows the the change in speed um so we gave him two of them we gave him one that's from the pov of the coaster and then we gave him one that's off the coaster so you get look at it so you could tell oh, when it's dropping yes, that makes, and yes, so we gave him uh we gave him a couple of those we took him through the story we showed him the concept art and um you know then we just let him do his thing and he came back i'm telling you man like the <laughs> f- like he was really close to perfect on wow the first the first, first go around and um there's only uh, just a little notes and it was just you know just small things based off of new developments sure and yeah okay you know it was it was really simple working with him he he got it he uh he, he knew um that he wanted to make it like a the venture the, the the like cinematic feel to yeah, it yeah yeah and uh yeah it was great that's 
that's yeah. really cool. I figured it had to do something with simulation. I never thought of having the outside perspective, which is probably a huge help. Yeah, it was. So, a, it was definitely a help. So, um, it, it was definitely a help because he could look at a, you know, a, a top view or something like that of where the coaster yes, is. Yeah, but, right. Um, it's just better just knowing, comparing where the people really are, where the, you know, where the drops are ending, and you know, going through a loop or something like that that you can't really exactly tell from the pov of the actual ride right right the speakers on there this is the thing that impresses me most from like my technology background Mm -hmm. i can hear every note of it and there's people screaming there's the roar of the track (laughs) there's wind whipping through my ears yet those speakers aren't deafening i mean i know you can crank them up to like well maybe not those concert level but you can get like concert level and deafen yourself these aren't that type how how did you get that balance of being able to hear every note through everything going on in that ride? Oh yeah, our AV team—they were working on oh, that wow. every okay. day. Uh, <laughs> one of them, one of the guys, he he had to ride a coaster about a hundred times to get oh, get that right. That's a shame. What a tough job. Man. Oh man. Well, after after a certain amount well, of times, actually, it is actually, a tough might, job. <laughs> that's a hundred times is a lot. Now I think about it. Yeah, yeah, because you know when you when we're programming these rides. Uh, it, it sounds awesome, but it, a lot of things aren't synced at first. So, yeah. you, you know, you have to make sure you have to ride them over and over again and make sure that, you know, the syncs and time is correct. Uh, we had to sit in the seat in the front, the middle and the oh, back. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because the coaster is long. Yeah, yeah it is. And, yeah. Um, so that changes the timing of when people actually experience different p- sections of the track. So, um, you know, we had to make decisions on the actual uh um, timing of when it when the music starts, um, maybe had to slide some si- sounds over and things like that. Um, but as far as you know, the levels of the audio, um, there's a lot of things that we learned and um, through writing it over and over again that uh, that was unique to any of the rides that we've worked on. And uh, it was it was pretty interesting to, f- to discover, but yeah. in the end, um, all that hard work paid off. Oh, it did. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. All right, I got two last questions. Awesome. Specifically for you. Uh, well, when did you get the ride to refurbished ride, finally? When did I f- yeah. finally? Um, okay. It was, it was about a, a month before uh, okay. we finally yeah. opened nice. it up um we uh, we do test cycles so sure, we yeah, have to yeah. go through a lot of cycles before we put anyone on there yeah oh yeah yeah and um it was is <laughs> the funny thing about it is uh um look people i don't know if people know this or not but there's a lot of uh blog sites that you know take a lot of pictures oh, yeah, all the time yeah. and things like that but we actually look at those so i was <laughs> i was reading i was on those every day <laughs> You know, just make you know, like I said, sure, yeah. you're like, how are you going to plus this thing? What do exactly. people want? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. oh, let's see what the people want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the, the funny thing about it is, um, they're always seeing, you know, taking pictures of the test dummies on the coasters. Yeah, so, yeah. And I admit, uh, I saw some. I looked up the pictures. So I'll admit it. <laughs> yeah, and the test dummies look crazy on yeah. there, um, but they look, they look like robots. But the. Right. Um, uh, so when we finally were on there, like we saw ourselves on, oh, on really? the bus, I was like, oh, there, <laughs> that's awesome. There, there we are, next to the test dummies. So it's like five of us and some dummies, behind, like oh, you know, water funny. water yep. dummies behind us. And but uh, yeah, it was it was it was an amazing feeling to finally right. you know yep. see this because uh, we we definitely wanted to make sure the audio. We did we did a lot of tests with the audio. Mm-hmm. Um, 
off the off the track and we put gopros on there oh wow okay. and you know yeah. we were looking at it from gopros and things like that but you know we we wanted to make sure that it worked with us on it so yeah cool last question going through it now it's been i guess over three months nearly four months after it's opened what do you still as you go on the ride now what still stands out to you as maybe like the most satisfying thing to see fleshed out from this design oh man um oh man most most uh, so many different things okay, keep popping yeah. up in my head. It depends on them out there. Like, you know, the marquee is amazing. Sure, yeah. um, uh, I like seeing the vehicle and the load station together. Nice, I yes, like seeing yeah, both of those okay. together um, as a whole because I, I feel like they complement each other. And um, the the launch tunnel that's a that's a big improvement as well yeah. like it's just you know something that, that wasn't there before right, and right. Um, it really pumps you up when it when it turns on like coming here at night and then just seeing all the lights you know everywhere like uh it's it's funny uh the we have these giant lights shooting up on top of the building there's like five of them yeah and we uh we, we all totally thought that was going to be cut oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah we totally did i i put it on the concept art at the beginning and because uh, i made it i was like it's missing something right. and i was like it the composition looks good i put these giant lights up here <laughs> And uh, so there's these giant uh, lights shooting four miles in the air right, on top yeah. of the building. Yep. And <laughs> so when I see that, that's pretty awesome that as well. Is, it's yeah. small, something small, but it's, right, yeah. you know, the headlight. It's a lot of different things, um, actually, all together. So I, I can't really pick no, one. No, that's no problem. No problem, yeah. Okay, well, that's that. This has been great. That, unfortunately, will do it for this special episode. I do want to awesome. thank you, Greg. It has been a fantastic conversation. I want to thank, as always, Universal Studios for having me here once again in the broadcast studio. Thanks to PR, to Ali and Laura <laughs> once again. Yeah. Big thanks to Bob and Jason in the broadcast studio because they make this the easiest show I do on the entire <laughs> network. So don't miss out on the Hawk in your next visit to Islands of Adventure. It's, it is just not one of the best rides here. It's one of the best rides anywhere, in my opinion. So thanks for everyone joining me today. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>